One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees, promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, and welcome to the Love Life Connection podcast, a podcast for smart, successful women who feel like they have it all except love. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, a love and life coach. And today I'll be joined by a guest to give you an inside look at the work I do with my clients. This is your opportunity to learn through someone else's experience. They may even ask a question you have or one you haven't even thought of yet. So keep an open mind, open heart, and let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to episode number 353 of the Love Life Connection podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'm super excited to be back in your earbuds again this week. And thank you for reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Stitcher and wherever else you're listening. If you haven't been able to leave a quick rating or review, it really, really helps, especially the rating. It's literally tapping some stars. And in fact, that's your only option on Spotify, at least as of now. Uh, And it really does help the algorithm to, you know, to tell the algorithm that this show is popular and people like the content and to push it out in front of more folks just like you. So I would really, really appreciate it. Again, it just takes a few seconds of your time and it makes a huge, huge difference for me. So thank you. All right. So I am releasing this episode in early April of 2023 and I have a big announcement, which I'm super excited to share. And that is, I am having a baby, another baby this summer. Well, maybe this summer in (laughs) mid-June. So I'm not sharing the exact due date. It's just like a superstition thing of mine. However, I will say I am hoping for a summer solstice baby because one, I just feel like that would be a cool birthday. And then two, because, well, at least any time after the summer solstice, We'll have a family of four, and each of us will have our own birthday season. So Stevie's a Gemini, so he's spring, and I'm a Capricorn, so I'm winter. And Marshall is a Libra, so he's fall. And then this new baby will maybe (laughs) be a Cancer and a summer baby, which would just, you know, it's it's like how my brain categorizes and thinks about things, like just want everything to be, you know, to be in order and to make sense. So that would make me really happy. But of course... A healthy baby is the number one priority, regardless of when the baby decides to come. So what does that mean for you and for my business and the podcast, all that kind of good stuff? So this is actually something that I learned in 2020 when I had my first baby. And, you know, I work with clients for about a four to five month stretch, just depending on timing. And so in my head, I was like, oh my gosh, so the last clients I can take is around May or June in 2020, because, you know, my baby was coming sometime early fall in 2020. So that was kind of the plan moving forward. Like I would cut, you know, my availability after May, June, and anyone else would have to come after my maternity leave. And I realized that was actually completely unnecessary. And in fact, I kept taking clients right up until probably about four to six weeks before Marshall ended up coming maybe closer to six weeks because he was 10 days late. And it actually worked out really well. I mean, just for one, from a business perspective, it kept things a little bit, you know, it just kept things moving a little bit moving forward, which, you know, again, as a business owner, especially when about to go on maternity leave, um, definitely brought some sense of security. But then also for the clients that, that, you know, signed on with me, 
you know, less than that four month time period before my baby was due, it actually worked out for them great as well. Because what happened is we just worked together until the baby came and then we took a break and we knew the break was going to happen at some point during our work together. And so payments paused and sessions also paused as well. And there's two really great things that I found and that my clients shared with me. One is that they took a break in payments. And so that made it just a little bit more affordable because then during that break, they had some time to get back, you know, into saving some money so that then, you know, they could pay the last payment or two with relative ease. And then the other great thing is that, you know, new work together, when I work with my clients, it's intense. We meet about every other week and we're working on tools and assignments that I give you. And then obviously things happen, like you go on dates or you have conversations or, you know, whatever, right? Anything could possibly happen. And so then, you know, you bring those to our sessions and we debrief them and talk about how the inner child is affecting and da 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 right? And so what's nice about having a complete break for a couple of months in our coaching package is that you get some room to breathe, both literally, but also figuratively. You can try out some of the tools and the techniques and the healing work because some of the stuff just takes time, you know? It takes time to heal and to really feel things and see things in a different way, but it also just takes time logistically to date, you know, because like you're busy, the other person's busy and you have to make your schedules work. And so it might take some time to get onto a calendar or get to see someone like a few consistent times. And so during that break, you actually have time to see how things play out. And you might be surprised and you might be like, oh, wow, you know, I'm actually doing a lot better in this than I thought. And then other things might be like, oops, I thought that was <laughs> going much better. But nope, I still need to work with that, you know, with with Veronica. And so you make a note of that. And that way, when we come back to work together, then you have this list of things of like, you know what, this was actually pretty easy for me, or this went much better than I expected this was still challenging, this was still tripping me up. And then we can, you know, we can have some more targeted coaching sessions based on what's actually happened in the real world. You know, and again, like I understand some people are gonna be like, yeah, I hear you, Veronica, but nope, I don't want to break. And I totally understand that. And if that's you, then we won't be able to work together if you are interested in that until uh, sometime in the fall. My plan is to come back in early September-ish, after, uh, <laughs> per my astrologer's advice, after Venus goes direct, she's going retrograde this summer. So everybody brace yourself. Just kidding. Anyways, so that's my tentative plan in terms of the timing. But if you actually like the idea of a break, either because it allows you to kind of just try some things out that we that we'll work on and that we'll do together, or because it makes it more financially feasible because you have that break. Another option that some clients have done already this year is that we've just made the payments much smaller. And so the payments don't stop while I'm gone because, you know, we're just making it like six or seven or even eight payments, depending again on just the timing. And that makes the payments, um, depending on how much you want to break it up, that makes it even less than $500, making it much more affordable for a lot of folks. So if you are interested in working with me and you don't mind the pause or you like the idea of the pause, then I would love to chat with you. You know the deal if you've been listening to the show for a bit. You can um, go to veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching and there's an application to fill out. It takes about five to 10 minutes probably. And then after you submit that form, it'll forward you to my calendar. And there you can schedule yourself for our intro call. And that's where we'll get to know each other. And I will ask you some questions that will really help you get clear on whether or not coaching with me is the next right step for you generally or specifically right now. Um, So it's no obligation. I don't do a hard sale or anything like that. I don't say like, you have to sign up. Otherwise, the price is going to double tomorrow. Like, (laughs) I laugh because I was in a sales training one time where they're like, do that. It's a good idea. And I'm like, okay, sure. Uh, If you want everyone to hate you. So um, anyways, so it's, it's just really a conversation. And I think the questions that I ask will really help you see like if this is something that you want to do. And I can usually sense that as well. I've literally had these calls with some people where I'm like, you know, I'm not really getting a sense that this is something that's really important to you, which is totally fine. I'm not personally offended, but like, we don't have to keep going here either. (laughs) And they're like, yeah, I think you're right. And you know, 
And that's what it was. Anyway, so veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching is the place to go to that. And I know if you are interested, you know, I know you, I know you listen to this podcast. And so you hear me coach other women on the show. Sometimes those women are brand new to me and I don't know them at all. They just applied to be on the show. And a lot of times, well, many times they are clients and many times they are actually, because I do give clients first dibs for these spots on the show because they are very limited. And today it's a little bit different. I do have a client on the show. However, I'm not coaching her. She is in fact telling us about her experience working with me. And I'm super excited for her to share her story. And whether or not like you're thinking about working with me or interested in working with me, I highly recommend you listen because for me, one of the best, one of my favorite ways to learn and grow is to hear other people's kind of behind the scenes as to what worked and what didn't work. Not so that I could replicate exactly what they did, because of course, each person sharing their behind the scenes stories has their own experience and their own viewpoints and their own skills and weaknesses and all that kind of stuff. So obviously, like one person's story, you can't exactly replicate it, nor should you or nor is that the point of, you know, listening to these kind of stories. But I often find when I hear people's behind the scenes, whether it's business or relationships or health or spirituality or parenthood or whatever it is, I really like just listening for what is just like one little thing that I can just pull out and like, oh, I really like that. And then see how I can apply it to myself. And they might be sharing like 10 million things (laughs) and their story, but I'm just looking for like that one thing that just makes me think like, huh, that's interesting, or makes me see something in a new way, or makes me see how I can apply something in a new way. So that's really my goal for you for listening to Katie's story. And then of course, if you are interested in working together, I do think it is always nice to hear other people's experiences, you know, working with me or like any other product or service that you are thinking about purchasing. It's always really nice to hear other clients' stories, you know, because it just helps you to see if you can relate to the person and their experiences and their work with, you know, with the coach or whoever the healer or practitioner is, you know, can give you a lot of insight yourself. So I hope you enjoy my conversation with Katie. And I just want to say that before we started recording, I really asked her to focus on sharing her own internal process and her just whatever she wanted to share. I was like, you know, obviously, like, if you want to say something nice about me, that's fine. But I'm not like asking you to come on to the show to like sing my praises and have it feel like weird. (laughs) Um, I really just want you to share your story and your process and your experience and all that kind of stuff. And I think she did do that. So With that being said, let's hop on over to my call with Katie. Before we get there, I just have one quick announcement. So a few weeks on the show, the episode that aired March 9th, I think that's around episode 350. I can't remember what episode number exactly, but I think it's around 350. I shared that I'm adding a second part to my business all about financial consulting and coaching. And I won't go too much into it right now. But essentially, you know, I love personal finance, I'm really good at it, it makes sense to me, I can explain it in very clear, in like layman's terms. And also, I'm really into your relationship with money. And I think that's important. And I find that there's like, people are either one or the other, right? Like they're like the money manifester and the money mindset coach and like all of, you know, there's like that whole world. And then there's people who really do know personal finance, but like they're a bunch of bros saying like, why don't you save or why are you in credit card debt? And it's like, well, you know, it's complicated. So the second part of my business is really combining the best of both worlds. Like, yes, financial literacy is important, but also we can't forget our relationship to money and how that relationship to money was formed, whether it was from your family of origin, also society, also like harmful policies you know, in our laws and all that kind of stuff. So so my, my goal is to encompass all of that and teach financial literacy and education uh, from that place. So th- most of that content and education is happening over on my Instagram. So if you're not there, I'm Veronica E. Grant. Make sure you're following along if you would like to budget better, save more, start investing, or if investing feels like, what, that's for rich people, then you definitely want to be over there because literally that can be a million dollar mistake. And I'm not exaggerating with that. I know people say like, let me help make a million dollars. I can literally help you do that. And I can show you the exact math. Okay. So um, if you're not following me over on Instagram, Veronica E. Grant, then you 
definitely want to get your butt over there. I will put the Instagram link, my Instagram link on the show notes of this episode. So you can just, you know, go to the show notes or wherever you're listening and tap that. If you're not following me there, I post daily bite-sized lessons on various financial topics. But the reason why I'm sharing sharing with you this is because I'm also teaching two masterclasses at a discounted rate that's coming up later this month. And I'm just sharing because I don't want you to forget. And again, this podcast is not going to turn into a money podcast. It is staying love and relationship coaching. And again, if you're like, what the hell is she doing? This feels like two totally different things. Listen to that episode from th- episode 350 on March 9th, because I share more into how like it's actually the same thing just to, you know, it's like Bumble account versus bank account. It's all kind of the same in terms of how we relate to it. But um, my point is I'm teaching two masterclasses. Um, the main masterclass is the Run Your Money Masterclass. And um, that is a class that is all about how to really just create your money system so that you can, you know, spend money on the things that bring you joy and that align with your values, and then not spend money on things you don't want to anymore. So there's some boundary work there. Um, But then also to save in a very similar fashion, save with a purpose, right? Rather than just like hoarding money or like, "Ah, I don't have a savings goal, so I'm just going to spend it all. And then we'll, of course, we'll talk about investing and that as well, or investing as well. And it's within this whole system of how it just becomes natural and the way you relate to your finances and see your finances. So you don't have to stress or like worry about like unexpected bills or, you know, when like an emergency happens, I don't want you to feel like, oh my God, how am I going to pay for this? And I want you to be able to go on fancy vacations or buy the fancy foods or, you know, the shoes or whatever, (laughs) without feeling guilty or without like, you know, putting it on the credit card or whatnot, because obviously that is not going to allow you to get to where probably most of you want to go. And so go to veronicagrant.com forward slash run your money to learn more about the masterclass and sign up. That masterclass is happening on April 25th. And then a few days after that, there is a follow-up Q&A. So the masterclass is very much teaching. If there's time to do Q&A and coaching during that class, I will. However, I have a lot of content to cover, so I doubt it. So that's why I scheduled the separate Q&A session. So you can say, well, this is my situation. What do you think? Or et cetera, et cetera. So that's what that is for. Now, if you're listening and you're like, that sounds cool, Veronica, but I got some credit card debt. Then before the masterclass, you have an optional add-on of a pay off your debt masterclass. Now I'm not talking about any kind of debt. I'm talking about high interest debt. So mostly personal loans, potentially a car loan, depending on the situation, and then definitely credit card debt. And it's shame-free, guilt-free, judgment-free, all that kind of stuff. And I will walk you through a six-part process to get those debts paid off in the least amount of time and also with the least amount of money. So there's a lot of things that you can do to actually make your debt a lot cheaper um, so that you can pay it off faster and also pay less to interest and all of those kinds of things. And so that masterclass will help you. And because I know if you are in debt, you probably already have a lot of financial stress. And so that class is offered, I'm offering that on a sliding scale. It starts at $49. The most you can pay for that class is 99. And then I have some just some pointers to like kind of figure out where you should pay, but like, don't worry about it. You know what I mean? Like, don't like, oh my God, should I pay this or should I pay that? Like, just find a number and just go with it. I'm not like looking at how much everyone paid and like giving those people special attention, like just look at the the guidelines, pick a number and then be done with it. You know what I mean? Anyways, that information is also at veronicagrant.com forward slash run your money. And you can join me for just the debt masterclass. You can join me for just the run your money masterclass. Um, if you want to do the Run Your Money Masterclass and you do have credit card debt, I highly encourage you to do both. But if that's not in the cards, I totally understand. And then you can pick one if you're not sure which one is best. If you could only do one, then just send me a DM, Veronica E. Grant, or an email, um, support at veronicagrant.com. Okay, this intro has gone a lot longer than it was supposed to. So we're going to get right to my conversation with Katie. And um, I hope you enjoy it. All right. Hi, Katie. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited you're here. Thanks for coming. So this is a little bit different. I'm not about to ask you what your question is. (laughs) Uh, Because we've coached a lot before already. And you're here to share a little bit about not just your experience working with me, but also just kind of the inner transformation that you went through because you are at a very exciting time in your life right now, if I'm understanding correctly. (laughs) So why don't you just share a little bit about 
first kind of like, let's just like back up. Well, actually, no. Talk about what's going on with your love life right now. And then we'll back up so we can kind of see where you were. Okay. Well, um, now I am happy to announce I'm getting married on April 27th of this year. Um, my fiance, Brian, and I have been together since 2020. Oh, you met during COVID. Did I know this? Yeah. No, I don't think you knew that. We actually, we actually started the first date we ever went on was in 2019. Okay. Then didn't start dating again until 2020. Okay. Um, But yeah, we met during COVID. Um, Running joke was that, you know, he liked to live dangerously because I was a bedside nurse during COVID. So he, you know, loves loves to throw that joke in there. But yeah, we are getting married in April and we're very excited. We live in a townhouse together now and have a little mini golden doodle named Theo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love dogs. Yeah. Okay. So when did we start working together? It was, a, you were one of my like probably first 10 clients. Yeah. I think it was 2018, 2017. So yeah, I think it, I think like it might have been like, yeah, because I, I can remember like what years was what, because like there was a period where we were moving like every year. And like, I know yeah. we worked <laughs> together while I was living in Denver, which had been 2018. But yeah. I think we worked together when I was living in Dallas, which would have been like 16, 17. Yeah, I think we started in 2017, like early okay. 2017. Okay. That would actually make sense. Yeah, yeah that would actually yeah. Make, make sense. Yeah, I was very early on. I was like a spring chicken. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Um, yeah, that was 7 years ago. Yeah, I was 27 when we started working together, yeah. so. Okay, so tell me a little bit about like where you were then. Like what was going on for you? I mean, obviously I know, but you know, you can share for the yeah. listeners. <laughs> so, I was your you know, I was 27 years old. I had been single for a few years, serially dating. Um not really dating seriously. I would just kind of like go on a lot of first dates, maybe to make it to the third or fourth date. Um, I did this for like over two years. I was working like a Monday through Friday type job. So like every night I would like plan, like I was seriously going on dates like three or four nights a week, definitely burning myself out. And then, you know, we started working together and I started getting, a lot of it had to do with like my approach to the dating apps. At that point in my life, I was one of those people who was like, the more, the better. I would just swipe on anybody that I thought was like half interesting. And I was like, let's just <laughs> see, you know? Um, and I firmly believed that I was just too picky and that like I was the problem and that there, there's got to be somebody decent out there somewhat. But then I just, <laughs> oh, some of the stories that I have, yeah. they're entertaining for sure. They entertained all of my friends that were in relationships, but I was that friend. I was always that friend a single girl who would come to all the parties and everybody would want to hear about the last disaster date that, you know, I had been on. And I did this for, for a while, I would say for a few years. Um, And then we started working together and I was making all of these positive steps in the right direction. And then I think it's kind of like this, I don't really know how to explain it, but it was almost like a last hurrah So I feel like after it kind of felt like a last hurrah where I ended up dating this guy who was, I was very physically attracted to, but was very bad for my mental health. And working with you had made me realize all of the things that were red flags. And I knew that they were red flags. (laughs) There was still just a little bit of fun in that. And then we dated for about six months and I was, I realized I was like, all right, well, clearly there's still something I'm stuck on and I don't know what it is. And I tried, you know, reading a few books and talking to people who didn't have any better advice than I had already known. So then we started working together again. And I believe 2018, 19 after him and I had broken up and, you know, after working together, pretty much realized I was extremely emotionally unavailable and all I was attracting and going for were also people who were emotionally unavailable. Um, I went on every date coming home wondering if they liked me, never even asking myself, like, did I like them? Oh, that's um, so common. You're not alone. Or you weren't alone. <laughs> yeah, which was also really nice to see that I wasn't alone and in working with you and meeting other people through the community and even just like the Starbucks calls that we did. I call them Starbucks calls. I'm not, oh, yes. I don't remember what you called them. That's a good name for <laughs> That's a good name for them. Yeah. And just kind of like meeting with other women who were doing the same things. Um, 
it was almost like a form of self-harm. Like it was like a, you know, the emotional like cutting dating these people who were just absolutely, you know, there's not, not necessarily that there was anything wrong with most of them. It's just that all of us were in the same place. Like I would do to men what men were doing to me and I would get upset if somebody did it to me, but then I had no problem doing it to somebody else. And I repeated this cycle for a good year. And then, you know, one of the things that you said that really, really stuck with me, and I I kind of had to like repeat it to myself pretty often when I would like go on dates and stuff was that like, that intense physical attraction, and those like stomach flips and all of that is, that's not, and people say, oh, it's lust, but it's not even just lust. It is like, I was just looking for something in someone else that I still wanted in myself. And I think we worked together a third or fourth time around 2019, like towards yeah, the end. Yeah, we did of a series of like one-offs, just like when you, and for those listening, yeah. like I don't typically do one-offs except for with alumni, because we have that foundation and it's like, okay, you need a spot check or whatever. So I know there were yeah. several of, of those. I just yeah. want to pause you because you're, you're talking about a few things. And one thing I just want to highlight, like, you know, you were online dating. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And more is better. <laughs> and like, well, at some point, like it's a numbers game. And I've talked a lot about the numbers game. Not recently, actually, on this podcast. Just to recap everyone, the numbers game is true to an extent, right? Like if you literally go out with zero people, you're not going to meet anyone. At the same time, if you're looking for something that's actually within you, but you're looking for it through all these people you're going on dates with. And like, it don't matter how many people <laughs> you go on. Mm-hmm. Dates with. And so what we're kind of skirting around is the inner child work that we did together. And like, yes. really like, you know, when you said like the red flags were still kind of fun, like I totally mm-hmm. understand that sentiment. And also there was like that, Oh, but please love me. Kind <laughs> of thing and that was like the fun part of it like can I get this person to to love me so can you share a little bit about doing what what that process was like and how it and how it supported you yeah so I had a very tumultuous uh childhood and as I got older um a few things happened my father got sober when I was like 25 years old My mother went into therapy when I was like 19 or 20. So they are now these amazing, supportive, wonderful people. And around 25, 26 was when I was really working on my relationship with my father and forgiving him. But most important thing that I hadn't done, though, was healed anything that had happened in my childhood. So working with you, it was just so important because you brought me back to a place where you were like, I understand your relationship is good with them now, but it doesn't mean you didn't have the wounds that you had from them from childhood. And after many a tearful conversation and writing multiple letters to my younger self, I realized there was still a lot of things that had hurt me, even though at the current time, especially now that my relationship with my parents is wonderful but it was very, it was a lot for me to have to like get over. And I think you gave me permission to still kind of at times be angry with some of the things and process them because I felt like I didn't have permission to do that anymore because my parents had both kind of turned things around. Yeah. So that was the inner child work was 
absolutely crucial to me being able to be with someone who, who really just, I mean, he adores me. Like everybody says that and I adore him just as much. He's absolutely my person. And still to this day, one of our first sessions ever, you told me to put up a picture of a man in my life that had always supported me and loved me. And that was my grandfather. I remember that, that like, call. That was such a yeah. sweet, I remember that call. Yeah. And uh, that picture is still next to my bed. I mean, even now in our house, and it's just a constant reminder that I did find somebody who treated me the way that my grandfather treated me. Yeah. And he really is, he, he really is wonderful. So I do feel like we're very blessed to have each other. Oh, well, I, I love it. Okay. So let's, let's get into him. So you guys <laughs> met in 2020, you know, yes. I, I also love that you says, I mean, I, I know we're like, what is this post pandemic? Who knows? Regardless, we're three years out from when things started and ish um, we're recording yeah. in 2023, spring of 2023. And I think a lot of people felt like, well, you know, life just got shut down, can't do anything. And you met someone and you were a freaking nurse during the middle yeah. of the pandemic. And I remember like, I remember some sessions when you were telling me about like what you witnessed and like, I mean, just gut wrenching. I mean, that's all, it's only where I know to use to describe it. So yeah. just tell me how you, how, how did you meet him? Yeah. Well, so we met the meet cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the meet cute was on um, Hinge. So we did oh, meet nice. online. Yep. We met online and we, so initially we went on two dates back in like 2019 and he left to go on like a three week vacation or something like that. And we kind of just, we got together like twice. And I don't, at that point, I don't think at that point I hadn't realized I was emotionally unavailable yet. That wasn't until we worked together again later on, but then in, it was September of 2020. And, um, I texted him because something I don't even remember what prompted me, but I texted him and I was like, Hey, would you want to get together to go get dinner? And he was like, sure. He was so confused. He thought I had like a bet going on or something like that, that I like was to get a date during a pandemic. He was like, I don't know what this girl is doing. It's weird, but I liked her. So let's go get dinner. So we went to an outdoor restaurant and we went out and at the end of the night, he kissed me. And then the next day or three days later, he was like, do you want to go play mini golf and get dinner? And I was like, okay, sure. Whatever. We'll see if he follows through. And then he texted me and was like, hey, what time do you want to meet at the mini golf? And I was like, oh, he was serious. <laughs> so <laughs> we went and uh, that night we made plans to like go to Six Flags or something like that on like October 4th. And I was like, sure, heard that a million times. We went to Six Flags on October 4th. And that is a two hour drive from our house. So we spent like two hours, didn't even turn music on, nothing, just talking in the car like getting to know each other. And we only got on two roller coasters. It was actually a disaster. Like <laughs> us, we had a blast, but the whole situation during COVID and they clearly didn't know what they were doing there. Um, but yeah. we ended up spending the entire day together until like one o'clock in the morning. And uh, yeah, that night, pretty much ever since then, we've been together ever since. We dated for about a year and a half before we got engaged. And it did, like you said, when you know it's right, it does happen quickly. You always said that. Um, and that I is, said it can happen quickly. It can, sorry, it can happen <laughs> it can, quickly. Just to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> and it did. Yeah, so, and then it turns out, ironically, we actually met when we were, I was 17 and he was 19. He was my best friend in high school's cousin. And so he went to, a it's so weird. He went to a different school district. So we didn't, you know, have any classes together or anything like that but yeah. then yeah we met at her graduation party and then like two years after that we met at like another family party but then yeah it took another 15 years before so I just want to say something about that because yeah. I've talked a lot about and I wrote about this in my in my book as well um, my husband and I were circling around like we were in a similar social group but like at opposite ends you know what I mean and we were circling around the same group of friends for probably, let's see, let's see, probably close to a decade, probably like nine years. And wow. it's totally possible we met. If we did, I don't remember. But this is like where I think having like some sort of spiritual approach to relationships is really helpful because like you just weren't ready, you know? Yes, exactly. Yep. And, just, and, and maybe he wasn't ready because he's on his own path as as well, you know? And so I think that and, and I just say this because like when you are 
looking for your person, it can be very frustrating because you can feel like mm-hmm. you're still at square one, but like you might be at like square 10. There's only yeah. 12 squares. You just don't know until you get there. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So let me ask you this. And not that like this, your answer is definitive for everybody because obviously everyone has their own experience. Mm-hmm. When did you know that this was, maybe you thought like, oh, I'm going to marry this person or you thought, oh, this is like going to go really go somewhere. Like when did you feel like you really knew? I feel like I really knew probably, so we started dating in like September. It was in, oh, this was it. In November, um, we actually ended up, we do love roller coasters. So I'm just going to preface this. We ended up going to Six Flags again in November. And we went with my dad. And my dad, my dad is a big personality. And he, Brian just fit in like perfectly with like everything to do with just us. But then he also like fit in perfectly with my family. And I kind of always knew because I'm very close with my family, how important that was going to be to me. And that was like after that day and just seeing him and how he took so much time and effort to get to like know my family, to get to know my father, to get to know. I just knew I was like, I really feel like this is my person you know, and I was really <laughs> hoping he felt the same way. And then I think two weeks later, he told me he loved me. So I think we were both kind of on the same path there, but nobody had said anything yet. I mean, also who would spend the entire day talking to your dad, um, <laughs> especially my dad, just kidding yeah. if he ever hears this. Um, but <laughs> if yeah. they don't love you. Um, so I think that was it. It was, you know, he was so kind and loving with me, but then to also see that he could be a part of my life as a whole, because that was always something missing out of my relationships. My two yeah. previous serious relationships had no interaction with my family. Yeah. So to I, see this was so beautiful and wonderful. Yeah, I, I love that. And so it sounds like it happened pretty fast. And I'm not saying it will happen fast, but it definitely can yeah. happen fast. <laughs> Just to yeah. clarify that. And for everyone <laughs> listening, I will talk more about what I mean in the outro to this episode. So make sure you listen to, <laughs> to I'll explain myself more. One other thing that I just wanted to ask you about. So, you know, you said like in 2019, you were still emotionally unavailable. Obviously, like we had been working for before that and you, I'm sure you've done mm-hmm. other work and read, read books and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Would you like, even though I know you, you said you're emotionally unavailable, like your words, not mine. Would yeah. you say you were still like, on the path or like, were you closer than you thought? Like, you know, because like, I, I hear that and I'm like, yeah, I hear that you still had some work to do in 2019, but also you were doing a lot of work before that too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think that there was still, I was absolutely on the path. I mean, I had come leaps and bounds between 2016 and 2019. I mean, I was one of those people who used to be like, men are all garbage. And then I, by 2019, I did not have that thought process anymore. I was still very much, I had improved. I mean, I was making, and I know that this, it's important because everything goes together. But by, from when we started working together to 2019, 20, like I had even increased my income by $25,000 just in working with you and being able to work on like knowing my value as a human being. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So, and <laughs> yeah. I feel like I still had work to do in like those areas. And that was my own kind of stuff where by 2009 in 2019 is when I got the new job, I got the big raise, the new apartment, like all of those things. And I would say I was absolutely on the path to yeah. getting there. I think the big difference in 2019 was that, I was no longer afraid of getting hurt, which Mm. I feel. And of course, there's still a fear, but I wasn't like petrified at the idea of somebody not liking me. Yeah, it wasn't like paralyzing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like that was. I'm glad you you said that because I think that's pretty common to like, you know, do the work, do the work. And you're like, you're like moving forward and you're getting it's things are getting better. But then you're like, okay, now I'm ready. I'm really yeah. ready. Like I was ready before, but now I'm like for real ready. Like I, yeah. <laughs> I, I can definitely, I, I mean, I can see different parts of my life where I was, where I was like that. Okay. Last question before I let you go. Mm-hmm. What do you think has been most helpful? Doesn't necessarily have to like tie back to work we've done, but like, what do you think has just been the most helpful thing for, you know, you and your relationship and just really letting it be the relationship you want it to be and grow it and supportive and all that kind of stuff. What's the thing? 
the thing is honestly knowing your value and like what it is that you not even just your value, but like what you value in a relationship, like Mm -hmm. the things that were that I thought were important to me weren't the things that were important to me, like whether or not we liked the same movies didn't really matter. But the fact that we both love to travel was very important. The fact that we both approach, you know, finances similarly was very important. The fact that we both approach family was there as a very important value in our life was very important. So it was just changing my mentality when I was looking for my purse. I don't even like to use the word looking, but when I was dating that the big thing for me was knowing that I always like used to think it was a big deal if we both like the same TV show. I was like, oh my gosh, we have a huge common interest. And like those things really didn't end up mattering. Yeah. Um, you know, I did end up watching The Office for him and I will say I enjoyed <laughs> it. But you know, this <laughs> I watched Star Wars party. for my husband. I'm like, okay, exactly. it's a little creepy with the little Siths or whatever, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, that was a huge thing was realizing that when I was, and also knowing my value as a person, like I don't think that I really knew what my value was to bring to a relationship prior to working together because I was always just so concerned with, you know, what I could do for them and how much they like me instead of being like, oh, how does it feel to be loved and to know yeah. that person's loving me for all the right reasons? Yeah. It's like, it's like, do I work for them versus like, do they work for me? Or like, does my mm-hmm. life work? You, you, you know, it's like, it's, it's just a total reversal and it can really change everything. Well, thank you so much for sharing so much about your process and your relationship I guess this is really the last question, I promise. Is there anything else that I didn't ask that you think people listening should know or you would want them to know, especially for those who are interested in potentially working with me? I think it's so important to realize that dating is not just about dating. Um, I think that that was one of the biggest things that I learned from working with you was that I kind of had put dating in like the separate category of like, these are things I need to work on in my dating life. When in reality, there were so many things that I had to work on within myself that you just helped me to realize were not that I was broken, but like that there were things that if I had gone into a relationship with them, it would have, there'd be a lot more fighting. There'd be a lot more. So now we just have this very peaceful relationship where we can communicate effectively because I did the work with you you know, the tumultuousness and all that stuff, it's not there because I'm able to express how I'm feeling. Um, And I really did learn that from working with you. And it all started with a a boss that I didn't like. And just you helping me to even communicate with her made me realize like how to communicate with other people. And um, I think that I forgot about that boss. I remember her now. I remember. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I forget about her sometimes too. And then that was a long time ago. That was one of the first things. Yeah, that was that's like hashtag or not hashtag, but twenty seven circuit circuit twenty seven. That's the word I'm looking for. (laughs) Yeah, no, that was honestly like one of the first things that got me on the path to this because if I had never been able to like stand up to her and for what I had wanted, I don't think I would be where I am now. Yeah. Well, I guess you could say angels come in all forms. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Anyways, well, I so appreciate you taking the time. Um, Thank you so Mm -hmm. much for sharing and, um, you know, have fun in Italy. I'm very jealous. My husband and I were planning to do a baby moon back in 2020 in Italy Uh, and Northern Italy, no less, which is where like the next epicenter was like outside of China (laughs) when everything started happening. And I remember thinking like being in total denial that we were about to go into pandemic. And my husband was like, (laughs) and I was like, stop being a fear monger. Let's just go to Italy. Things are really cheap right now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Needless to say, we have not been, and we've not been yet. um, Mostly because we have a child, but hopefully one day. (laughs) We said we were like, we're doing Italy now because we don't know when it'll ever ever happen again so we're doing it yeah yeah well enjoy your trip keep me posted on things share updates and thank you yeah thanks so much for being here of course and thank you for everything thank you so much katie for coming onto the show as always i appreciate everyone who comes onto the show my guest experts my clients who want to share their experience and of course everyone who comes onto the show to be coached 
Okay, I'm going to keep this last part very short because my intro to Katie got much longer than I anticipated. But I did promise to explain what I mean by it can happen fast when you do the work. And essentially, I have seen both in my own life and working with hundreds of clients at this point, that a lot of time is wasted when one or both parties haven't done the work. And what's common with my clients, at least because they are doing the work, like if you're listening to the show, if you're working with me in any capacity, you are doing the work. Do you know what I mean? So what ends up happening is you waste a lot of time with people who haven't done the work. And so you're kind of like talking around each other, beating around the bush, not really saying what you want, not really saying what you need or how you feel. And you waste so, so, so much time, not to mention energy and emotional energy and all that kind of stuff, but just time. You waste so much time because you're not just really being honest about where you are and what you want. And I have a lot of clients that give me pushback around like setting a boundary or asking for what you want or asking for what you need because they're like, well, that's always the beginning of the end. And I totally understand how that is seen. You can see that as a bad thing, but I actually see it as a good thing. And yeah, maybe some short-term pain, but it's like long-term gain or whatever that's. (laughs) It's not exactly the right phrase, but you know what I mean, right? Because like, if you just know, like, if you know right from the beginning or or soon after meeting someone that they can't handle you having an emotion or they can't handle you having a need or a request or anything like that, like, that's not someone that you want to really spend a lot of time and energy with. I'm not saying that person's a bad person. I'm not making a judgment as to whether or not that person is a bad person. I'm just saying you guys are in two different wavelengths when it comes to the kind of communication and the kind of relationship that you want. Now, if you meet someone and they are very comfortable with their own emotions and your emotions and their boundaries and your boundaries, and you can just talk freely about that, relationships can move really fast. I'm not saying they should move fast or they have to move fast, but they absolutely can move really fast. Um, And that's really what happened with, you know, with my husband, with, with CV and me, we got engaged, I think three years after we started dating. And so, so for some people that might seem, or was it four years? I can't remember. I can't do the math. I was three years and we got married four years. Yeah. So it was three years after we started dating. But we were talking about moving halfway across the country, moving in together less than a year. And so, yeah, I mean, in some people's book, that might not be fast. In my book, it seems pretty fast. But like, we were very clear with what we wanted, what we didn't want, our boundaries, our needs, all that kind of stuff. And that's exactly what sounds like happened with Katie. And I have countless examples, both from clients and also personal friends, where this has also been able to happen. And in fact, several years ago, I had a friend of mine, her name was Kristen Rice. We'll put her episode in the show notes where she met her now husband. I think they got pregnant within like a few weeks. It was like, okay, we'll see how this goes. But, you know, they're still together and it's not just because of the baby, but it's because, well, that baby is not a baby anymore, but you know what I mean? They both had done their work and they're both able to have open and honest conversations about their, their needs. Okay, so I hope you enjoy this episode. And I really hope that you take home the message, or I hope you take home whatever message you need. But the message that really stuck out for me with Katie is you don't know where on your path you are, right? I know that when you are frustrated in your love life, you can feel like you're a million miles away. But what if you're only a mile away? You just don't know, right? Like I wanted a relationship so bad. I talked about this in my book, Ad Nauseam. And, you know, I talked about the the sequence of events that occurred so that I could now meet my now husband. And little did I know that that sequence of events really started when I was 18 years old, (laughs) even though it would be a decade later that I met my, my now husband. And so you just don't know where you are on that path. I know it feels like you might be on square one, but what if you weren't? So I don't know, you know, we don't know what the future is. We don't have a, you know, crystal ball. So I think the only other option to navigate this is to just trust and to stay present. I know that's easier said than done. I I know. <laughs> but that's really what trust is. That's really what spirituality and your spiritual practice is. You know, it's not easy. And anyone who has any kind of faith, whether it's, you know, more new age or more of the traditional religions, you know, can probably, you know, attest to that as as well. 
All right. So remember, if you are interested in working with me and having that break, especially for my maternity leave, then head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash coaching. And if you want to join me for my money masterclasses coming up, the first one is the pay off your debt. And again, I'm really just talking about high interest debt. I'm not talking about like if you have a mortgage or anything like that. Or if you want to do the second part of the masterclass, the main masterclass, which is just creating your own money system so that you can um, spend smarter, you know, save wisely and invest wisely so that you can grow your money, grow your wealth, grow your impact, and really just not feel so friggin' stressed about it all the time, then I hope you'll join me for my upcoming masterclasses. Um, and the Run Your Money Masterclass has a Q&A part attached to it so that you can get your specific questions about your situation answered. And this is all offered at a discounted rate because it is the first time that I am teaching this in this format. So you can head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash run your money and you can sign up there. And again, you can do one of the masterclasses or both of the masterclasses. The debt masterclass is on a pay range. So you can you can pay anywhere between $49 and $99 depending on your situation. And again, I have those guidelines and then you can add on the main masterclass or you can just purchase the Run Your Money Masterclass on its own if you don't have high interest set. All right, my dear, that's all I've got for you. I will see you next week with a brand new coaching, ep- no, brand new solo episode. I will see you with a new solo episode of the podcast. I'm going to be talking about some caveats to all of this work that I talk about. When, when does this work not apply? I'm actually really excited. I think it's going to be a good listen for you. All right, we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to the Love Life Connection podcast. You can find the show notes for this episode at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. And that's also the place you can sign up to be coached by me here on the show. And if you love this podcast, please leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. It helps more incredible women like you find this show and find real love. Until next time, remember, wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. You're not broken and you don't need to be fixed. Just because you've never had the relationship you want before doesn't mean you can't have it now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.